0: What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Jeff.
1: I'm Kiana, And I'm Johnny B. And welcome
2: to What's the What Podcast. Now drop the motherfucking intro. I like Trayvon with his black hoodie on. Huey P. Newton. Black revolution. I'm with a beyond queen and some illegal aliens. I got a black fist balled up and it ain't just me, it's all us. 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla. Black skin marks on the pavement, cops want to see me in a black cage. Black on black on black.
0: So what's going on, guys?
2: Hello, hello. What's
0: going on? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a special guest here with us today, uh, a young man named Ryan. I'm uh, going. Come to the mic, my friend.
3: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? All
0: right. <laughs> so how's everyone feeling today? Doing
2: okay. I'm, I'm
3: blessed. Blessing, highly favored. <laughs> right. That's always a
0: good thing. It's always I'm a good thing. Good. Well, I brought you here today because I definitely wanted to talk about just Black History. I mean, we're in the middle of Black History Month, and I know that's something that's near and dear to your heart. Um, so just kind of let us know why Black History is so important to you.
3: Um, it's important for a lot of reasons. Um, I feel as though, you know, every year we have this celebration of Black History Month. Um, and we've had it since, you know, we've all been youngsters. Um, growing up in school, we learned about the same figures. You know, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. Every year. Uh, every <laughs> every year. And it's like, there's so many more people who are, you know, so vital to our culture and our history as a people. And um, we, we don't really focus on them. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I... You know, took it upon myself to do was to share uh, with my social media followers a different black history figure, you know, every day for the month of February. Um, and it's not just uh, a month of the month of February, but, you know, it's February is a reminder for us to delve into our culture and find out who we really are ourselves and our history.
0: Absolutely. Um, And I totally agree with you. As you said, you know, we learned about black history growing up in school. um, But the unfortunate thing is that we were only told a part of the story. Yeah. We wasn't told the full story of, you know, even Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, um, just to kind of name a couple of the, the big figures that everybody goes over. But there's a lot of lesser known people who have made black history. You know, obviously now in the textbooks they're gonna start putting, you know, Barack Obama in it. Um, You know, having our first black president. um, Who knows? 2020, uh, we may be getting another one, either Cory Booker or um, Kamala Harris. I'm all for Booker,
3: baby. Booker, okay. Booker, baby. All right. right. So So,
0: yeah, so we'll definitely um, table that one. Definitely talk about that um, because 2020 is right around the corner. It is be here before you know it It so what's uh one of those black history uh moments facts that you know is less known to people that you would like to you know kind of talk about
3: Mm. um so like i said i do it every night um or every day on my social media you know you can follow me on instagram ryan anthony 15 um uh tonight i'm not really sure who i was going to do today um, however, we're going to take it back to a submission from my good friend, Key Lolo. yeah. Hey. You, you know, I, it's Key Lolo. <laughs> That'd that. be me. <laughs> i it. So, uh, Kiana it. had provided me with uh, a figure. Her name was uh, Letitia Woods Brown. Um, she was actually the first African-American woman to obtain a, a uh, PhD from Harvard University. Um, She got that degree in 1966. Um, She was from, uh, what was she from, Uh, Alabama. She was from Tuskegee, Alabama. Uh, She studied her undergrad at Tuskegee University or Tuskegee Institute at that time. Um, Then she went on to the Ohio State University um, before pursuing her doctorate at um, Harvard University. Uh, she came from a, a family of educators. Uh, her her two parents were educators, and her mother actually was one of twelve, and all twelve of them became educators in the South. So um, it, it was just interesting to see, you know, how someone from the South um, and of African American descent, which is really a hindrance you know, in that day and age, mm-hmm. uh, which is really crazy because 1966 is not that long ago. Yeah. My mother um, was born
2: in 62. So exactly. I know like that was
3: in So, 66, so yeah. she got the first African-American female doctorate, um, and in 71, uh, she became the first full-time um, faculty member at George Washington University. That's crazy. Um, And it's just crazy to think that this stuff is so recent -hmm. But still, like so major in our history, Mm -hmm.
0: like we wasn't able to put our names on a lot of things back in the day. So you know we have a lot of millionaires and you know people who did big things in history, but they were black, so they wasn't able to freely just put their name on it. Mm -hmm. Um, There was always a whitewashing of it to uh, make it seem as though a white person was the first person who invented this or Mm -hmm. invented that. But it was a black person, whether they were the assistant or the person who really came up with it they was they was a part of it but they never put that person person's (laughs) name in it so you
3: know yeah and it's it's crazy because that's in really like every aspect of of society like whether it's um inventions or uh music or Mm -hmm. whatever like it's literally a whitewashing effect like you said in every aspect of our society and it's, it's really crazy but that's just the struggle that we face um, luckily, we're overcoming more so now than then, but we still got a long way to go. Absolutely.
0: So if you could um, kind of shed a light, um, you do a, a program with um, kids in the, in the Baltimore City um, area. If you can kind of just talk a little bit about that, um, just so that way we can um, let everyone know about it.
3: Yeah, so I actually brought um, some of our souvenir books uh, from our program um so in two thousand seventeen I created the uh Pi Omega uh Cotillion Mentoring and Scholarship Program. Um what it is is basically um it's like a boys to men type of thing. Like okay. if you're familiar with cotillions and botillions, um it's like a refining thing. You learn certain life skills that you'll mm-hmm. need as an adult. Um, fine dining, um how to tie ties, you know, physical, sexual health,
0: mm-hmm. all
3: types of things. We go through all of that um, for uh, quite a few months. And at the end of the program, there's a big fancy ball. is um, looking at the program right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we had a great time, you know. Um, I was fortunate enough to have 13 guys in the program last year. That's um, this year we have around that same number. Um, Last year, we were able to raise over $15,000 for those kids. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, each one of them, you know, is going to walk away for a scholarship. Last year, our largest scholarship to one kid was uh, over $7,000. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and the, the goal is to have every one of those kids go to a college or university or a trade school, you know, something that they can advance themselves with. Um, in their next phase of life. So, give
2: them a jump start.
3: Yeah, if you have any uh, seniors in high school, send them my way. Um, like I said, follow me on Instagram, uh, RyanAnthony15. Um, if you have anybody, just let me know. Slide in my DMs. I got you.
0: <laughs> so, if, let's just say, they don't have a senior, is there a way that they can support um, this program? Within? Oh,
3: absolutely. We take donations all the time. <laughs> um, once again, hit me on my DMs. I can let you know how to how To donate, um, if you want to come and support the actual event, uh, the event this year is in April. Um, I'll, I'll be sure to get you all some tickets to that. Jeff, Kiana, John, yes. <laughs> I supported I know, last year. I know, I, I know you, you did. I love like y'all, that. I love y'all, like but um, that, yeah, so um, we actually are going to have a Chipotle fundraiser coming up soon. Um, that'll be posted on social media as well. Um, so just look out, you know, we're kind of starting to get a a little bit of a following in the Baltimore area. So, and we do service kids, Baltimore city, Baltimore County, and, you know, sometimes we'll reach out to, you know, Columbia area, Howard County, all that. So if you have anybody that, you know, um, that would like to be a part of the program or if you would like to help with the program in any way, just let me know and we'll get in touch.
0: All right. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ryan, um, yeah, so we'll be right back, guys.
1: Speaking of Black History Month, <laughs> um,
0: what's some of your favorite Black History movies? Uh,
3: Ooh. Black History
0: <clears throat> movies. Yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna start with, uh, Salma. Uh, which One is day Wait a minute! <laughs> hold up! Pause! I'm
1: the songwriter, so when there's a song that needs to be sung, oh, and can, record, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's crazy! I am the. We so, gonna win up in harmony? We can go Let me, let me, harmonize? let me give you, let me give you the right key. Uh, uh, what you trying to say? <laughs> One day, no, no, in no. <laughs> the glory. Comes. Jeff, what were you saying? <laughs>
0: Okay, um, Hello. Salma is um, yeah. definitely my new favorite one right now. Um, I just love Ava DuVernay, yes. mm. it's just something about her and the films that she's been putting out. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the documentary, um, 13th, I did, I did. Um, so that's another one that I've watched recently. Um, Roots, roots. is something that I've watched, Alex Haley's, um, roots.
3: Queen. Queen is a is a Love okay.
1: that I've always loved that movie. Have I I seen that? Did you, really? did you did you
3: did you like the uh, the
1: next
0: generation roots? I didn't watch that on because that came on what? TV, TV? one? Yeah, okay. No, yeah. I didn't watch that. Um, I so watched that. the original roots plenty of old times.
3: Old, the next generation roots. Yeah, yeah. Roots right, the next updated. generation. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the next series of the bloodline.
1: No, never seen that.
2: Okay, yeah, I
1: have
3: well. to look
2: it up. I will. Queen. Next generation roots. That's two. Okay.
3: Um, you know, I'm I'm a big Malcolm X guy, so I love to watch. The I Malcolm
1: am X. Malcolm X. That was my favorite part. Now, yeah. That one line because you know. it was just so it was it's it's just powerful. It is. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about who Malcolm X is, and then you have all of these black
3: children affirming it. Yeah, Malik Al Shabazz. Yeah. That's my guy. But um, did y'all know that um, Black Panther is currently back in
1: theaters
3: I did hear that it was coming back yeah yay what you mean like I was dry what
1: you mean I don't know it's it's back in theaters for Black History Month yes hmm
3: what does that mean like I
1: just feel like of all of the films that we could put back in theaters Mm um for Black History Month um, that would probably be in my top 10, but it wouldn't be number one. Who
2: would be number one?
1: Um, roots. Probably. Color Purple.
2: Oh, yes. No. Color, color Purple. purple. I, I'm just trying How to How is that Black out. History?
0: I, well, because, I mean, you have to think. Just you can get up, Black right? History from a lot of different things. That one is just shedding the light on... The shared croppers, you know, oh, black oh, history. Oh, yeah, I mean, and not was, just uh, that, but
1: the struggle of black women in the South at that point in yeah, history, yeah. like.
0: But I mean, I I understand what you're saying as far as Black Panther, but I think right now, the response that we got from Black Panther, it was the it's, time it's, to yeah, put it back. It's it relevant. Yes, I feel was, like
2: I feel like bringing back something like Roots or The Color Purple not it it would contribute traction. to the divisiveness in the country right now.
0: Oh, okay. Absolutely. I think I, think I, it I just. Th-
2: I don't. I don't think it would help it. I think it would just add to it. Yeah. Like That's I mean, you gotta think about all, all of back. those
0: millennials. You saw kids who was proud to be black. Mm-hmm. You know, for so long. You I know, think it's cool. Yeah, like they were just talking about quick. being T'Challa yeah. or Mbaka yeah. and all that stuff. No one was going out saying Umbaka. Umbaka. I'm Chicken. I'm Chicken George or <laughs> um. You know, no. I'm Silly. Yeah, you know, no one was doing that. You're Silly. You know.
3: <laughs> See, this you are. You that are was funny, kilo. <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> okay.
0: Um, so yeah. So that's why I feel as though it's good to put that there. Uh, black, Panther. <laughs> black, Panther. and that's all I'm gonna say. They put Black Panther back into the theaters oh. for that reason, for the millennials. Yeah, and they very.
3: I mean, I understand. I got it, but. Yeah. And, and I don't even think it's only just the millennials like that movie was so relevant because it it went across all ages like, yeah, it did it was cross when I was there actually I saw it twice in theaters Um, and when I saw it I saw young and old yeah I saw black and white yeah mm-hmm. you know? and I think
1: just if you really it's because it's it's a first yeah. you know what I'm saying it's 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 a first a major first in yeah. cinema history
2: Let's build some more revenue
3: for. And and, mm-hmm. and you know maybe the non-black folk didn't. White. It didn't. No, I'm not gonna say white. I'm gonna say non-black. Okay. So it's more than white. Exactly. It yeah. So so for the black folk, it meant, you know, one thing. It was empowering. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a, a a change in what we're used to. Um, and for for the others, it may have been just a a cool superhero. Right. Mm-hmm. right. But even then that cool superhero. It's something that, you know, they start to, you know, relate to. So, oh, this this black guy's cool. Let me talk to the black guy at work. Right. And see if he's cool. And then it kinda, you know, forges relationships, real life relationships, um, and brings us closer as a as a world, worldly people, you know what I'm saying? Right.
0: And I think it also gave people, black people in particular, a mindset of what if Africa never got colonized? Like, this is what we could have been. We could have had our own Wakanda in Africa if we never got colonized and we just stayed here in Africa and was never brought to the Americas
2: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: or dropped off in the Dominicans and all that stuff if we would have just stayed here. Like, that's what I think. It gave me my that mindset is if we could have
3: just stayed here.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Let's go back.
0: Let's go take
3: a trip. I'm going to um, go highlight at Acon. Akon is a real Black Panther. Did yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got a lot going on. He does. Out of technology things. He got, got that vibranium.
3: Yeah. You think so? <laughs> he got that vibranium.
0: Does he? Does he? I don't know the full story, but I will look it up. Ghana is welcoming people back home right now. Um, if you. They're welcoming people, and they're doing like different celebrations for people who was coming back from America back to Ghana
3: to live. Or to live. To, to oh live. wow!
0: Yeah, they doing a welcome back. That's what's up. Um, Program. That's
3: what's up. I, I couldn't live there in my current current life. You don't think you because could, but no, no, you could. No, no, I, I couldn't because my family because my family's here. Okay, my family's here. Jeff. Okay, I understand. here. <laughs> <I laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave. I can't leave my whole family. No, I can. Oh, oh like my that. God. <laughs> not like that. Not she like that. It just like That's that another She time meant it no,
1: just listen, like, like that. that. Call Call that. Man.
2: Listen, not like that, but But you
1: said it with so
2: much information. I know. I know. And you didn't I
1: hesitate. Know.
2: Because it was, I mean, so,
1: and it was so blunt and raw and I mean unfiltered.
2: I, mean,
1: <laughs> I can. I, <laughs> said, <laughs> I said that
2: in the first episode. You but, did. <laughs> but not like that. Like I don't want to literally like I'm leaving, never come back, never gonna see you, I don't care about you no more. But but to experience more life things, I mean come with me if you want, but I'm not gonna hold myself back just because all of y'all here.
3: I mean, yeah, but I'm saying to live I can I would. Nah I'm sorry. I I'll go visit. You know, I, I have an extended stay. I'll come visit. But to, to come live, back and visit. I'll come back and visit.
2: I would. I would.
3: Uh, I nah, really that's would that's okay.
2: That's okay. Okay. <laughs> you only get one life.
3: YOLO. Yes. That's what no. they say, right?
2: YOLO, Kilo
0: Hey.
2: Mm. All goes together, right? Hey. <laughs> um <laughs> what? What John?
1: He's sick of you. I didn't say anything out of my mouth. Did you hear anything, people? Did y'all hear
0: anything come out of my mouth? <laughs> did y'all hear y'all president? Who president? I don't know her I don't know her. My right. president is <laughs> Jesus. No. I don't know her. Oh. Well, we'll talk about that.
2: Um, I don't. did him, y'all president, but Dump Trump, Trump. yeah. Dump Trump.
3: Impeach forty-five. Um, we'll 45. Yes. Listen, I'm with you, Auntie Maxine. Listen, I would say F him, but you know I'm a Christian. Fuck, Fuck Trump. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> At Orange uh-huh. bitch.
0: Oh. Okay. Lord. All right. Moving along. <laughs> Secret services. Yeah, address <laughs> Three. Hell out. Listen. <laughs> What's good? But yeah. So. <laughs> Man, so that, yeah. Okay.
2: Did y'all hear oh, Stacey Abrams? Yes, yes. Oh yeah,
0: she she, she did it good. She did y'all had a succinct response. And like wonderful and elegant. She was glowing. Yeah, like when I seen her on
2: the screen, I'm like, I had just walked in the house when she started talking. I'm like, she up there
0: glowing for real. Like yeah. she was glowing. Yeah, I think the um the Democratic Party definitely got something for her 2020. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if she runs for Senate or, or something. something yeah. yeah. I think Governor was good, but I think she's going to do something for the United States. Something bigger. Yeah, yeah, I feel as though she's definitely going to end up being in the Senate for maybe one or two terms, and they're going to want to push her to run for president. You think so? Uh, 2028. Oh, yeah. I don't you think so? she did. Oh, yeah. Do you think they going to push for? Oh, they, that's, that's why a, that's they did it. That's why a, mm, That is did. interesting. Yeah.
2: I did wonder why they picked her. Yeah, that's because a big
0: push though. Yeah, so they're building her over the next 8 years. You yeah. got to think about it. What did they do with Barack Obama? That's true. And what was that 2000 or 2004 when he was at the DNC convention? So, and he did that speech and then what? 2 years later, he announced that he was running for president. And one and one and one. Yeah, that's true. Like and I definitely Stacey Abrams I followed that governor race mm-hmm. um in Atlanta. Or mm-hmm. For Georgia rather. Um, and she was just like awesome. Like I listened to a couple of her speeches during that time. Right. Very eloquent. And me. I know Straight we had forward. a governor's race here in Maryland going on, but I wish I was in Georgia. Like yeah. I, I wish that we could have trade gubernatorial um people because like I would take her over Hogan, I would have took her over. Um, Been Jealous, I would uh-huh. take her over a whole lot of people. Yeah. I saw Ben Jealous.
2: Did I tell y'all that? For sure. walking I'm
1: down street. Him.
2: No. Oh, because I'd be saying I'm standing on the steps. He same came street. to your <laughs>
0: church?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the mall with his daughters. <laughs> the, what?
3: That
2: mall?
1: That mall. Oh. What's that mall? I, I feel like you might have that that mall. I'm
3: going to leave it alone. Just we'll that explain alone. later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: But. So you were going to leave Angelus and all of them? Because, come yeah. back to that, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, I was just,
2: <laughs> oh, you, kind of
1: you were just going to dump them, like
0: dump yeah, them, yeah, and then them pick for, up Stacey, for, yeah, like, Stacey. come on, girl. <laughs> come on, I will give her, yeah, she okay, can use she my address. She, <laughs> so that we, she can You know what,
3: Stacey really won that election, but you know they got so much voter suppression going on yes. down yes. in the South,
0: mm-hmm.
3: which is terrible. But
0: Yeah, and I mean, that it was the same thing for um, Battle Rock. Um, definitely the same um, thing Texas. happened to him yeah. in Texas. Um, same thing happened to in Florida. I cannot think of that and, gen- Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Gillum. Yep. yeah, Andrew Gillum, yes.
3: So I liked him. I liked him a lot. Cool Andrew Gillum, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was a cool guy. He was a cool yeah. candidate. I tell you that. So um, did you know
2: him, John? What he is, I heard of him, yes. Okay, that's he all right.
3: Sick of you. He is sick of you. He'll
2: be okay. He always <laughs> is.
1: He always is. There's a bright side somewhere, <laughs> ain't it?
2: Didn't Show he yesterday? is. That was the bright side. Mm. Oh. Yesterday. you was about to say, Jeff. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you had some. You was going to throw something on, in the pot. <laughs> I
0: had something on my mind, and then I left it there. But oh, you okay, know, I got on you. your
1: mind. Uh-huh. I got you. Okay, I got
2: you. But yes,
1: Black History Month is off to a great start. Um, Black Panther is back in theaters. Yes,
2: yeah, so maybe we should go see it.
1: Maybe we should go see it as a collective.
2: As a collective.
1: Um, Stacey Abrams is glowing, mm-hmm. doing great things with the Democratic Party. Proud of her. And um, we're just going to keep on pushing.
2: Push on? Keep. That's not the song? Oh, I don't know. I I
1: thought don't maybe good. I don't you, Yeah. I don't know. I just made it up. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Black power. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, piggybacking off of our Black History moment that Jeff and Ryan so eloquently delivered, um, I just wanted to kind of dive into um, our history, individual history with Black churches, because I feel like, the Black Church played such a pivotal part in Black history, um, you know. I just wanted to understand you all's perspective and you all's experiences in the Black Church growing up in the Black Church. So um, we can just start with like, what was your experience like growing up in the Black Church, from being what is it, gay hat to a pig's hide a until pig now? Tied. That's what they say in <laughs> the I, South. What I, is I, I
2: never tied? heard of that. You never. Heard that? I've heard you say that before, but I'm I, like, I don't know what it is. But I thought it was knee high what? to a turkey
3: or a grasshopper no mm-mm. no not see, a grasshopper yeah my father's
1: thing. from texas that's what he oh see mean. no we ain't from texas right <laughs> clearly um and neither are you but okay <laughs> see what i'm not getting ready to do <laughs> i
2: thought we was talking about church
1: <laughs> this ain't church I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a guest. I'm sorry. My father. I'm a guest. My father's from Texas. Okay. So okay. I have family in Texas.
3: And your father's house is many matches. Okay. Clearly. Hmm. Hello. Take us back to church. Please take uh, us I mean, back. I to had church. to reel us back in. You know. Rewind. Reel us back in. And, and push play. I'm gonna I'm be quiet. I'm a guest. <laughs> I'm a guest.
2: Can we take that out? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's gotta stay. That's, That's gotta, gotta stay.
2: stay. That is raw. Go ahead, Jeff. Go and ahead. problematic.
0: What was you saying, Jeff? <laughs> Go ahead. Are you? <laughs> please,
1: you all share your experiences growing up in the black church, please.
0: Uh, for myself, uh, like I said, my parents, my grandmother, my family grew up in the same church for a long time. Um, they was in the same church for over seventy years. Um, church is still standing. Faith Tab, uh, faith. Faith, tabernacle? Faith, tabernacle? faith Tabernacle, Faith Gospel Tabernacle, no, Faith tab, oh. Apostolic Church, oh, Apostolic, is. apostolic, Ooh, grew up apostolic, that's my roots. Yeah, okay, yeah. is it, it is,
3: y'all do a like, lot of, a like, lot of dancing, oh, oh, yes, the Holiness Church, yes, the Holy Ghost, it's <laughs> moving,
0: um, but yeah, so, did I grew... you just say Pentecostal, yes, <laughs> so, yeah, I grew up in that church my whole entire life, and it definitely, uh, made me into the person that I am today, so I'm not, and I know we'll probably dive into this a little bit later, but I'm not super into church now only because of the, the politics and the, the fakeness that I do see in people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely am still, um, you know, grounded in my, my faith in God.
2: And I think I'll go there with Jeff. Um, me also. I grew <laughs> up in my family's church they were always there from when it was a smaller church. So things happened, and they expanded out to other churches and to their own different organizations. Um, and that's the only church I knew. So it was every Sunday, every Wednesday. We went to church. We learned about God. Um, my parents told us what it was. It wasn't like we was forced, but technically we was forced because you get up, you're going to go. Yeah. So um, it's Monday growing up. School. Sunday school, yes. Yeah everything so and i I attribute just like you i attribute who i am today definitely to church i think it definitely gave me some grounding it gave me some um background something i can reach back into um something i can always reflect on but as i grew into an adult um understanding more so what i was taught and not just being there because i I was supposed to be there but Mm -hmm. learning what i was taught what it meant to me um, learning who God was or who my God was or who this so said God and Jesus and everybody was and understanding the Bible for myself um, and relationship, religion, spirituality, how all of that kind of stuff ties in ties into play. Just like you, I don't currently attend any church regularly, but I do have a powerful and awesome relationship with the
3: God I serve. The mm, God I serve, hmm. awesome God. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Come on.
1: Yeah, so um, like y'all, I mean, I grew up in the church. And, um, I'm Methodist, actually. I'm not Pentecostal or Apostolic um, or Baptist, but um, um, yeah, it was a family church. Like, we went to church every Sunday. My father is the minister of music at my church. My mother directs the choirs. I sing on every choir. Um, I've ushered. I've been an alkalite. I have been um, uh, responsible in. for the um <laughs> the adult down. ministry at my church for <laughs> since I was like 17, 18. Okay. So it's like 40 years. yes. you lead the so, you lead the young
3: adult ministry? I do. Oh, well, I never knew that. Pretty stuff. And God. um
1: yeah, so I mean it's just like um kinda like we were talking about last week, you know, the legacy. Yes. It's a legacy in my church, like um mm-hmm. with my family. Um, my mama got the most kids out of everybody in the church. Yeah. Um you know, we just we've always been active in the church. I've always had I've always had I don't wanna say a conflicted relationship with my religion mm-hmm. and my spirituality. It's just kinda been like I've just kinda just accepted God for who he is in my life mm-hmm. um, and just kind of gone with that as opposed to what people tell me and what people are like this is who he is like I can only know who he is for myself you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying what yeah. is it it what is it called I saw that video where that lady was like Ebo should I I don't speak in tongues but it was interesting when she said that and she uh, you know translated it as I know for myself because there are so many things that we experience individually mm-hmm. that you know I can tell you about my experience and what you know I feel as though God has done for me but that's not gonna really that may not affect you the same way it affects me mm-hmm. so that's kind of like been my relationship all my life um, with church and with God and religion and spirituality um. yeah that's just
2: see I found with me I think it was more so like like I guess I said it but growing up it was like what you know just like you go to school they teach you things you know it I went to church they told you things that's what you know mm-hmm. but growing up you start realizing what you are learning and understanding exactly what it is and you're just not following what your parents have told you to do all of yeah. this time and I think that's as I learned to separate religion from relationship mm-hmm. and religion is like i guess you could say the rules Mm -hmm. or religion is the doctrine the standard um we all just came you said jeff said apostolic i said apostolic you said methodist i think you Um, er, methodist also ame mm -hmm. AME also so it's like and those all fall under christianity Mm -hmm. amongst the countless other denominations under that so it's like if this is religion, if that's the doctrine, why is there so many different doctrines? Mm-hmm. Like so where do I fa- fit in? Where do different I fall translations in? Of the yeah, problem. like where do I fit in, fall in all of this stuff? It's all confusing. So, how can I figure this out? Mm-hmm. So, I took it upon myself to separate the two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to separate this religion from relationship because taking the things that I learned when I was younger and using them to how they affect my life now and speaking to God and how he speaks back to me. Separates religion from relationships. I'm not following a necessary doctrine or or apostolic or a Methodist or this or that. I'm following my relationship and I'm going with that. Mm
3: -hmm. That's facts. That's facts. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody in this world has, you know, heaven to get you to or hell to put you in. So, nobody. Nobody. So, it it becomes, like you said, the relationship Mm -hmm. um, between you and God. and, And, like John said, knowing. Or, or finding God to be who he is for you. Absolutely. Um, because at the end of the day, I may think, you know, X, Y, and Z. And John may think something totally different. Mm-hmm. So which is fine. Interpret it. And who's going to say his right which or wrong. is wrong. fine. Exactly. Right. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows exactly. who is right and who is wrong.
2: And I feel like when I was younger, they not necessarily that people would say Christianity is right and everything of religion is wrong, but it's kind of what you start feeling when you're in a religion that every other besides what you believe in right now, everything else is the wrong way. And also growing up, I I got the understanding that it's not necessarily as wrong, but that's their God. That's Mm -hmm. who they pray to. That's what they believe in. That's their faith. My faith is different. Your faith is different. Why can't we respect each other? Why do we have to put each
0: other down? And see, and just with what you just said is kind of the reason why I kind of as I got older stepped away from the mm-hmm. church because the church that I grew up in definitely was that was what they preached is that my God is a jealous God and yes. you know you can't serve no other and there's no other religion that you know other, exactly. you know this and, that. and so you just sit there and you take and you just like but wait a minute mm-hmm. are you telling me that Buddhists and you know Muslim and oh, all of this type of stuff so you tell me they're not getting to heaven or they're not going to receive the gifts of God right. because they don't necessarily sit here in this type of church. Right. With this um, religion. Exactly. So I just kind of I find myself as a just a worldly person that I accept all religions. I accept all people and I want to know more about the Muslim mm-hmm. faith. I want to know yeah. more about the Buddhist faith because there might be principles that I can take from them. Not necessarily the same will... praying to
2: that God. Exactly. I'm not necessarily hey, exactly. praying to that
0: God but I accept what they're saying because that was work for them is what works for me yeah you know heck every single sunday and any other day you can probably find me listening to all types of christian music Mm -hmm. you know gospel Mm -hmm. music and that's how i show my relationship with him i listen to that i get into my own you know you know spirituality and just kind of you know sit on that music and Mm -hmm. listen and look at the word and I decipher it for myself I don't necessarily listen to what people want me to decipher it as or say this is the right way to decipher this and this is the right way for you to follow this lot of the law um, because you can tell any type of story you want with those scriptures right? Right. you know you can easily say, you know this is the way you're supposed to do it, but wait a minute 9five percent of this church is not following this Listen. Or so well, you've been I, preaching the same thing for it's, 95 it's, years. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, it like they said, fish stinks from the head to the tail. Right. And most of the times, a lot of those preachers are sitting up there, stink. Stink. And they are <laughs> preaching on a lot of those <laughs> words and saying, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But for me...
1: And they doing them. Yeah,
0: absolutely. My My first and only thing that I follow is love absolutely Um, um, the greatest uh, commandment yeah yeah, that's that love thy thy neighbor as thyself yeah Yeah. and that's that's literally what i follow so i don't you know necessarily look at the other commandments and all that stuff that is where my my life is rooted in the power is in the love
2: yeah
0: so and that's where i start that's where i start and i end yeah so once you start telling me don't do this or don't do that is that a loving relationship that you have with God? Yes. Is that a loving relationship that you have with your your neighbor, yes. your brother, your father, your mother, your you know whoever? Like it starts and ends with love for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And i yeah,
3: I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. No, I've go ahead. You... I was just no. gonna say like um I, I I do believe it starts like Jeff said. It starts and ends with the love of God. I um, mean, if you have that love of God shining through you and in you, um. It'll make a difference on how you act. Um, Now, I do believe that there's a way that you can teach people things and correct uh, things based on, like, just morals. Mm -hmm. I I believe everybody has a common set of morals. Like, you shouldn't be out here killing folks.
1: Absolutely. That's
3: just morally wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a way that you can... Kill people? No. What? No, <laughs> it's a way that you can correct people, okay,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, who are, you know, walking down a dangerous path.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, for example, like if you see somebody who is, you know, about to, I don't know, go rob a bank. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can show them a different way. You know, you can say you can give of yourself if you have it. Right, right. Some people, you know, right. if you got it, you got it. Um, and, and that's just one thing that, that Jesus himself did, you know, he was one to walk with sinners, you know, mm-hmm. he, he didn't hang around the, the perfect people. Yeah. Jesus was perfect and hang with the dirtiest of people. Right. So what makes us any higher than him? Mm-hmm. So while we are Christians and believers, we should also not shun away anybody else who was not a believer. Mm-hmm. or who is less than us less than us because right. at the end of the day what really is less than us right right there sure is no less know, than yeah. us
1: and it is it's something that like when i was um younger I had um an experience was I was able to um <laughs> I was able to experience some um what do we call that? just some, some, some charity work and some giving back to the community. I went to mm-hmm. um, Catholic charities mm-hmm. and I um, volunteered mm-hmm. at their soup kitchen for the weekend and it was just interesting um, me being in, you know, in my space yeah. and me knowing who I am and knowing what I, you know, what I have and the things that I feel like I am thankful for yeah. and then being around all of these people who have nothing, mm-hmm. who are homeless, who are living under bridges you know yeah. puts it in perspective right women children you know what i'm saying men you know, who are in these situations but the fact that they're in those situations but they're so humble yeah they're so grateful you know what yeah. i'm saying for just the small things and it just made me think like how many how how much um and i walk with you know our faith and walks with our spirituality how much do we actually take for granted how much do we actually sit back and you know just say thank you for for the things like that we just you know yeah. use on a daily basis, like the use of our limbs and our ability to you know wake up and open our eyes every morning and and see you know the sunrise how how to just be able to um just little things like just being able to 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 roll over in bed to the opposite side with no pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. And it was just like um, a humbling experience for me. Um, and it also kind of brought me a little bit closer in relationship, you know, with God, because it was just like, I, I don't have to have any of this stuff. Mm. Like, I don't have to. Mm. You know, none of this stuff for me is guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of this could be gone. What? So it was just like, you know, just a moment for me to be like, you know, every, every day after that, I've just, I just wake up in the morning and I just say thank you. Because yep. it's, it's nothing to say thank you. And going back to, you know, relationship with, you know, God and love starts, like, it starts with love. And your relationship with others, it's just, it, it doesn't, it takes nothing to be kind to somebody else. Nothing. No matter what their religious yep. point of view is, sexual orientation, gender, identification, um, you know race it takes nothing to be kind class anything anything it doesn't it takes absolutely nothing to be kind
2: yeah my father always used to say just like going back to your little charity work it's always somebody worse off than you always Mm -hmm. no matter what you're going through it's somebody who is out here dying to have the little bit that you think you got yep it's always somebody worse off than you don't walk around saying what was me what was me? I don't got this. I don't got that. I wish I had this, cause it's always somebody out there wanting exactly what you got. We all want something we ain't got. That's, that's the that's
3: the that's the major key to life. Like, if you can understand that somebody is just always. scratching to get into the space that you're at. Yep. If you can understand that, then then your yourself. life will be so much better. Yes. Because you won't complain. Like, yep. you'll appreciate each and every second. Yeah. Because at the end of the day. There's somebody out there that got it 10 times worse than you do. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yep. So <clears throat> that's definitely one of my favorite songs. I won't complain. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit us off, John. I've had <laughs>
3: some
1: good days. I've had some hills. I've had some hills to climb. Mm. I've had some weary days. <laughs> I've had some weary days.
3: <laughs> and, and, and?
1: some sleepless Some night. sleepless nights. Mm. Well, what? Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he get the shower in <laughs> My neighbors are downstairs. <laughs> and
0: don't want yes. me on this floor. Because he Let's will be. Yes. You Let's know, right stand. now, I.
2: Mm. You see how we all could just connect back on that? It ain't had nothing to do with religion.
0: Yeah, it's just the spirit of the Lord. Right? Oh, The spirit of the Lord.
2: <laughs> it ain't have nothing to do with. And I, and I, I, I don't want to make it seem like, just like when you were saying about the. The fish stink from the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> head. You never no, heard it? I mean no, I was gonna make sure I said it right. From yeah, yeah, okay. the rooter to the tutor. Right, from the rooter to the tutor. So I'm not saying you Rock can't sit under you can't sit under a leadership. You can't not go to church every Sunday. You can do as you please. But be smart in it. Like don't sit there and take everything they saying to heart. Everything they saying word for word and following it, because you'll end up looking like a dummy. Like take out what you need and take it, take it to God. Fact check it. And keep it going and use it for yourself. And I
0: think some people, they forget. So if if a preacher is sitting there and they're teaching you this book, this scripture, there might be two, three other scriptures, other books that might reference that one teaching, but they don't reference it all. They don't tell you. This is not just the only part of that story. This story is spread across a lot of different books. And then people... They'll just say, well, it said this and this. It's right. like, but no, if you know the word, you know the word. And but ooh. some people, they just receive it, but they, like you said, they don't, they don't take the chance. They don't, they don't look at yeah, it. Yeah, they don't look. open their Bible other than on Sunday. You can't just open don't your pray Bible. About it. It. Don't
2: think about it. They yeah, don't you don't do can't anything. Just, they open just open your, your Bible
0: is. on a Sunday and think that you know what's going on. And they be hurting in. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's deep.
1: Ain't
2: it? <laughs> it's <laughs> deep. Ain't, ain't it? Right.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's Relationship just. Relationship
2: over religion. Hello?
1: Relationship over religion. And there's so much more we could get into.
2: It, it is.
1: It is. But we'll save that. For the next one? For a later time. I
2: got I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Okay, black, 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 black on black, black my spot so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm reckoning at black on black is black, 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 black on black, black my spot so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm reckoning at black on black is black, 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 black on black, black my spot so black, black, black on black, my skin is so black, I'm reckoning at black on black is black